0: Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 26th of February, 2020 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Well, we got the news on Tuesday that the kids will not be going back to school until April 20th in Hong Kong. As we try to limit the spread of the virus by wearing face masks in public places and obsessive, but in a good way, hand-washing, many of us are feeling the effects of spending a lot of time in our small apartments with our own company. Hong Kongers have been under a huge deal of stress in recent months, and with the lack of social contact and outside entertainment, it's starting to take its toll on our mental health. Today, we start with a story from Edward, who shared his journey through a dark time. And after Edward's story, we'll hear a short story from Sheridan, about what she imagines is going on around her. Before we get to today's stories, though a huge virtual hug goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. Stay safe and keep your chin up, Hong Kongers. Take care of one another as you always do, and we'll get th- through this too. Hellos go out from us to you around the world as well. This week, especially to listeners in Quiz Pamsis in New Brunswick in Canada, Port Villa. Vanuatu and Chiswick United Kingdom thanks for letting our stories into your ears the entire population of our glorious city is in a holding pattern at the moment with kids being off school until Easter holidays and public gatherings discouraged we decided to try again in April for our next live show we'll post up a couple of small workshops in March but no live shows just for now If you're truly bursting with stories that you just need to share, please get in touch through the website hongkongstories.com. We'll be happy to answer any questions you have about storytelling. Now with his story from May 2019, here is Edward.
1: I was in my bedroom when I started drawing it on my wrist with a black marker pen, I trace a straight line, running straight, parallel down my veins. Then across in an angle, and up, closing the little diagram. I retrace the lines down, across, and up, one by one, over and over again, until the whole triangle is colored in. Then I imagine myself as a robot pressing on this pause button to make all the swirling thoughts and whirling feelings come to a standstill, a break, a breath. Then I press on this button a little longer as though it's a restart button. And I'm a character in a video game. Poof! I'm in a new life. All is calm. All is well. I did this to distract myself. I did this to pass the time. I did this so I didn't have to choose between chicken rice or noodle soup for lunch. Before I knew it, I was still in bed, still wearing the same clothes that I had been wearing from the night before. And it's already 5 p.m. Days blended and blurred into nights. I knew what this was. I had been through episodes like this in my younger years. But this this was the worst of my adult life. And this is the part I didn't quite get. I thought I had beaten this thing before, you know. I had done everything right, hadn't I? What did I have to be depressed about anyway? I was on top of my game. I was supposed to be winning. So why did I feel like I was losing to this black hole that I kept falling and falling and Falling into. I crawled and clawed my way around. But instead of getting up and out, I was digging myself deeper and deeper into the ground. I look up and around at the steep slopes around me. And that opening above, so narrow, so far away. I jumped and I climbed, but I kept slipping and sliding back down. Then those walls, those vertical walls, seemed to close in around me and turn to giant waves that cascaded and crashed over me, pulling me down under. I kicked and I kicked grabbing hold onto anything I could to keep me afloat. Alcohol, drugs, sex, because I heard that. The only way back was to reach out to connect to people. But I didn't even know what to eat for lunch. How would I know who to call in moments like that? I was swept further and further away from shore. Loneliness, black as the sea at night, and I was drowning in it. To be clear, the self-medicating only made it worse. As I tuned out all the despair and desolation, I was also numbing out all the joy and the fun until I couldn't feel anything, anymore. No color, no texture, no smell and no sound. I came close to hurting myself because I thought I'd rather feel something, anything, than nothing at all. That's when I return to my triangle on my wrist with a black marker pen. I draw each line down, across, and up, one by one, over and over again. I do this to distract myself. I do this to pass the time. I do this because I know that there is no reset, no restart, no new life, just this life, as messy and shitty as it might feel right now, but it's the only one I've got. So I press on this button, but this time I'm pressing it to press play. I've got to press play. Thank you.
0: Edward started telling stories with Hong Kong Stories by coming to a workshop and you can too. Find details on our website hongkongstories.com. From the workshop he told his story on our stage the first time in 2018. And then Edward took his story further than Hong Kong Stories. He brought his experience to a web comic with the intention of using his own experience to encourage people to talk about mental health experiences. More openly and honestly. The project can be found at projectpressplay.com, and I encourage you to go over and read it, and maybe it will resonate with you too. The address again is projectpressplay.com. Storytelling can lead to all sorts of places you may not be expecting. This next story may be less impactful on the world, but it's a good reminder to keep your ears open. From our March 2019 show, here is Sheridan.
2: So in my sixth floor walk-up flat in mid-levels, a long, long time ago, we used to keep our glass doors open to the balcony, and I would often sit outside. And every few days, a man would be rolling his cart down the hill chanting in sing-song Cantonese. Now, I couldn't understand what he said. So I would imagine in my head what he must be saying. And looking out from our flat was a enormous concrete wall holding up the mountainside. I'm sure anybody who's been to mid-levels knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I thought, this must be terrible feng shui. And so maybe he's coming to appease the mountain gods. Be gone, you concrete monstrosity. Or maybe this is where he lost his lover years ago and he's coming to pay homage to her. I miss you so much I could die. (laughs) But no matter how hard I tried to understand, I would always end up in the same place. I don't have any idea what you're saying. So one day, my roommate was home when he came, and I ran to get her. (laughs) What's he saying? What's he saying? He's collecting scrap metal.
0: Thanks to our Cantonese-speaking storyteller, X, for the cameo in Sheridan's story. Sometimes it's more romantic to leave things untranslated. Thanks again for listening to these stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.